Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. Psalms to the 92nd Psalm 92 and verse number 12 the 92nd Psalm and verse number 12 amen the Bible here proclaims that the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. I didn't get one amen. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. You'll be interested to know what that really means when we get into the text. Verse 15, and the reason is to show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is none unrighteous in him. Somebody say amen. Today I want to talk about palm tree saints. Palm tree saints. Amen. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for the privilege it is to worship you, to be with you. God, I pray, Lord, today that you would bless, dear God, this message. Help us, Lord, to share it in such a way that's going to help somebody. It's going to encourage somebody. It's going to lead someone today. Maybe even convict us, Lord, where we need conviction. I pray, Father, for your favor upon me. Let my gift be served with your anointing today and prosper and bless your people in Jesus' mighty name. The Lord bless you and be seated. I don't want to rush over this text today because these four verses are packed with powerful promises. Let me read it to you just through it just a little bit and comment about these promises before we we move into the understanding of the palm tree. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. The righteous shall flourish. That means the righteous shall blossom, thrive. It refers, the word flourish refers to a plant in a state of growth, a plant in the state of maturity. That can include budding, blossoming, and producing a flower or fruit. So the righteous shall thrive. Shall thrive. I don't know about you. I want that promise. I want that promise. Then it says, and the righteous shall grow like the cedar of Lebanon. Shall grow. Shall be prosperous. That's what the word grow means. To be in a state of abundance and excess, shall be caused to increase, shall gain more, shall thrive and grow. The righteous shall grow. 
Then it says, And those that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. Hallelujah. They shall be fat and flourishing. That means ever full of sap and green. Ever full of sap and green. That means that no matter how old you get, you got to keep growing. You got to keep growing in the Lord. We have not arrived, no matter how long we've been in the house of the Lord or how long we've lived for God. We've got to continue to grow in the Lord. Amen. It must be very important that we understand that we're fat and flourishing. That means full of sap and evergreen. That's for the old folks. That's a promise for the old folk. Amen. I don't know where the cutoff line is, but uh, there are some days I feel like a really old folk. Amen. How about you? I want to tell you, it doesn't matter your age. You ought to still be growing in the Lord. And the reason for all these promises is to demonstrate, to show that the Lord is upright. The Lord is straight. The Lord is on the level. He's full of integrity. Amen. That's We're to be instruments of that. You are uh, 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 the light of the world because Jesus lives in you. You are prosperous because Jesus lives in you. It says that the righteous shall flourish. Let's dig a little bit deeper into this statement. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. The date palm, which is referred here to, is a tall heavy bearing tree that has been harvested for thousands of years for its dates and its fruits. These trees can grow to the height of a hundred feet above ground. A palm stands erect, tall, and bold like a column. This amazing palm seems to flourish in impossible places, in impossible situation. The psalmist said that is a picture of of the righteous child of God. They grow in impossible places. It is the righteous who seemingly stands in the most difficult of times. They stand in the most difficult of situations. They grow and flourish when other people are going under and cannot survive. Palm trees thrive where other trees perish. That's the righteous. The text tells us not only what the righteous is, but what we shall be. We're going to be righteous and flourishing, righteous and growing, amen, in the Lord. I want to talk to you today about six different things that uh, that uh, palm tree saints are. Number one, they are planted in the right place. Palm tree saints are planted in the right place. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 2 says, To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, to give comfort to comfort all that mourn, to appoint them that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. <clears throat> the planting of the Lord. Those who are palm tree saints have been planted in the Lord, by the Lord, and for the Lord, and their foundation is in the house of God. Palm trees, they tell us, are not easily uprooted. They are considered nature's toughest tree. 
When other vegetation cannot survive, the palm tree can make it. The key to the durability of the palm tree is its elaborate root system. The palm tree's depth will exceed its height. The roots will go deeper than it is tall. While the roots of the average tree will grow a few feet underground, the roots of the palm tree will go as far as it needs to go to find water. Their root system is known to have gone 100 yards or more deep to find water. It is an elaborate root system that will move 100 yards down and 100 yards to the right or to the left to find water to survive. It is an incredibly deep root system. You see, those that are planted by the Lord are going to have a root system that will find stability, that will find water, that will find nourishment, you put him in a situation where everything looks bleak and the righteous will find the water of the Lord. You put him in a, in a situation where their life is in chaos and the righteous will find the water of the Lord. It goes down. It goes deeper. The higher you go in God, that means your root system has got to go deeper. Surface Christianity Shallow believers may last for a while, but when the wind begins to blow, they will soon wither and die because of the wilderness experience. Paul put it like this in Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 9, and that I be found in him not having my own righteousness. The righteous saint, it's not because of their good deeds. It's not because they are so faithful on their own, but it is rather the righteousness of Christ. Amen. Not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Today, a palm tree saint stands right righteous because they believe what the Lord did for them through repentance, through baptism in his name and the infilling of his Holy Spirit. They believe they stand strong in righteousness not because of their good works or because they're such a perfect person, but because they're standing in a root system. A root system that says, I know who I am because of Christ. I am in Christ. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Amen. If any man be in Christ, that is the righteousness. Paul went on to say in verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain to the resurrection of the dead, not as though I have already attained. I let my system of roots keep going deeper. Or was already perfect, but I follow after that I may apprehend that for which I also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before. I press. I let my roots grow deeper. You, you, you want to have a strong tree, a strong, be a strong person of faith, a strong person of understanding. You want to, you, you see an overcoming Christian, consistent faith. 
faithful, dependable, you can guarantee that their root system has grown down deep into the word of God. They understand who they are. They're not a perfect person on their own. They're not saved on their own. Their good works don't save them. Their holiness doesn't save them. But rather it's being buried deep in the root system of his righteousness. By faith I am righteous because he declared me righteous. What does righteousness mean? It means I am standing in legal rights with my king. I'm in legal rights with the Lord. The palm tree flourishes because of its root system. The more the righteous know Jesus, the deeper their roots. The righteous are not erratic in their faith, popping up one day, disappearing the next. In and out. Up and down. They just grow. They just grow. I'm going to tell you what. Give me a child of God any day that'll stand faithful, be consistent, amen, that somebody that is a bless me Jesus get about that's just whooping and hollering and going from here to there, shining like a star one day and dead the next, amen. God's looking for somebody that's steady, faithful, consistent, full of just simply I'm standing and let my roots grow deeper. The older I get, the deeper my roots need to be. The longer I've been in church, the deeper my roots ought to go. First, uh, First Corinthians 15 and 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For you know, uh, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord, the real strength of the righteous is not in their standing tall, it's not in their fruitfulness, but it is in the depth of their root system. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 6 says, As ye therefore receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him. Rooted and built up in him. Established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. You show me somebody that's flip-flopping from one doctrine to another, from one place to another, and I'll show you someone that's not rooted and built up in Christ. What is in the root will determine what's in the tree. What is in the root will determine what is in the tree. What the root taps into will determine what the tree produces. What are you tapped into this morning? What am I tapped into this morning? So palm tree saints are planted in the right place. Let me tell you another thing that palm tree saints are. They have incredible Fruitfulness. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. Flourish. That means to break forth, to bloom, to grow, to spread, to thrive. Psalm 1 depicts this in, in Psalm 1 and verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the river of life, or by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I want to tell you, are you plugged into God? Are your root, is your root system going down deep? Then you can claim the promises of fruitfulness. The righteous shall flourish, shall be fruitful like the 
palm tree, the palm tree, the, the flourishing, producing fruit. Amen. I want to tell you the most barren place, the most desolate place, the, the, the greatest wilderness place you could ever live in. If you're a palm tree saint, you can grow there. I said you can grow there. Not only grow there, you can produce fruit there. Hallelujah. <laughs> Even in your old age. I wish I had some soap folks that just would grab this today because some of y'all would have already shouted three times if you realized that God's promised you, if you'll plant, if you'll just dig down and be planted in the Lord, it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter where you are on your status. It doesn't matter how much money you got in your bank account. It doesn't matter how strong the wind is blowing. It doesn't matter how desolate the place. If you're planted, you're going to find water and you're going to just simply stand strong. Hallelujah. The right shall flourish. Some need to realize today that's not just a statement. That's a promise that you can claim. That's a promise you can get a hold of. That's a promise you can pray. I made this statement. I've made it more than once. There's no place in the Bible that you will find the word Retirement. Let me say it again. There's no place in the Bible where you find the word retirement. What we have produced today is a mentality. And there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, I'm done with this job. I'm done with this job. But it doesn't mean you quit working. I've watched elders I decided they're going to retire, and what they're going to retire to is simply propping their feet up with a remote in their hand all day, every day, not doing anything. I want to tell you the most productive people are to be the experienced people. The ones that have something to give and something to share. Amen. It doesn't matter what your age. God has promised you to flourish. Gray-headed, no hair. Amen. God's promised you to flourish. Hallelujah. I want to thank the Lord for, for, for an understanding that has been passed down to me. Uh, my, my dad's... He said, you know, I, I, I have no place to quit loving and working for God. He continued until the day he died. I'm thankful for that kind of, of idea. You that are, 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 have reached certain levels of your life, let me tell you, Stop thinking that you don't have anything to give. You don't have anything to produce. There's no more fruitfulness in your life. That's a lie from the devil. Just let your root grow a little bit deeper and let the sap begin to rise up inside of you. Because palm tree saints are incredibly fruitful. They'll bring forth fruit in old age. Be fat and flourishing. Sap rising and green. John 15 and 16, Jesus said, You've not chosen me, but I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth, uh, shall go and bring forth fruit. Fruit. And your fruit should remain. 
Somebody ought to pray that today. Feel like you're being your fruits withering and dying? Lord, you promised me that my fruit would remain. Oh, God, let it remain. Colossians 1 and 10, that ye walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God, being fruitful in every good work. John 15, 4 through 5, abide in me and I in you, Jesus said, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him shall bring forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. I want to tell you that palm tree saints are planted in the right place. And palm tree saints have incredible fruitfulness. But also I want to share with you that palm tree saints have unparalleled usefulness. For a palm tree is quite possibly unrivaled in its usefulness. Not only does it produce dates, but it also produces sugar, honey, oil, resin, Rope, thread, tannin, and dye stuff. It, it, it is seed that they use seed to feed cattle. Its leaves are used for roofs. It's for fences and for mats and baskets. They tell us that the native Syrian palm is claimed to have 360 uses for one tree. Woo! So when the Lord said you're going to be fruitful, he said you're going to be useful. You're going to be fruitful, but not only fruitful, you're going to be useful. You're not only fruitful, but you're going to be useful. You've got a reason to stand tall. Amen. The palm tree provides shade and refreshment for others. It stands majestic and beautiful. It is a leafy, leafy canopy, and its waving plumes will bring encouragement to a weary traveler. You see, there's something for you to do, if nothing else but stand and give shade, if nothing else but be an encouragement and lift up others, but be a resourceful, useful child of God. You don't have to baby palm trees. Oh, Lord, I love you. I I think that's a Tim Gill thought, not a Holy Ghost thought, so I'm not going to say it. But you don't have to just coddle palm trees and plop a pacifier in their mouth. They're going to be useful. See, palm tree, I'm going to get back to my notes so I don't get off on Tim Gill thinking. It's all right to be fed at church, but it is also important to be useful at church. Palm tree saints are not just consumers, but they're producers. Palm tree saints find a way to be a blessing shade to others, encouraging others. They will lead without a position or title. They will lead without a position or title. Palm tree saints will worship without a microphone. They'll preach without a pulpit. They'll pray without prodding. They'll praise without pushing. Palm tree saints have unparalleled usefulness. Colossians 1 and 5 says, For the hope which is laid up 
in heaven, whereof ye heard before in the word of truth of the gospel, which is come unto you as in all the world, and bringeth forth fruit, as it doth also in you since the day ye heard it, and knew the grace of God in truth. What is he saying? He said, the world has heard the gospel, and the gospel bears fruit and growing, just as it's doing in you. When you hear the gospel, and you receive the gospel, and you become a child of God, it's time to be useful in the kingdom. It doesn't matter how long you've been, how long you've been in the house of the Lord. I believe that you can be useful someplace, somehow, be useful in the kingdom. For this is the fruit of the palm tree. This is the usefulness of the palm tree. Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such there is no law and they that are our Christ have crucified the flesh and the affections and lust. If you live in Christ, let us also walk or live in the Spirit. Let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, but here's the usefulness. Provoking one another. Envy another, one another. Let us be, make sure that we are doing things that are promoting love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, amen, patience, temperance. Let's produce those kinds kind of things in our life so that we can be useful. Do I have 360 uses in me? Maybe not, but if I've got one, that's all I need to know. If you've got one thing that you can be useful for in the kingdom of God, let it be. Look down the hall this morning. There's Sister Peggy emptying trash in her Sunday morning dress clothes before anybody else is here. Brother Joe, Sister Peggy here, cleaning the church, working the church. Amen. You come to a cleanly vacuum church. It's not because you did it. Somebody else did it. <laughs> I'm just saying, find a useful thing to do in the kingdom. Whatever your hand find to do, do it with all your might. Every one of us has the opportunity, regardless of age, to be fruitful and to be useful. I'm so thankful that the local church gives us opportunity to have a place of purpose. So palm tree saints are planted in the right place. They have incredible fruitfulness, unparalleled usefulness. Also, palm tree saints have unequaled faithfulness. In the right place, fruitfulness, usefulness, faithfulness. Monsoon storms and hurricanes can blow most trees away, but not the palm. Not only is its root system really deep, it is also extremely flexible. Oh. <laughs> I need to stretch by the mic. It can bend, they say, all the way to the ground. Under heavy winds, they can bend all the way to the ground. And when the storm is over... Straighten right back up. Like them old rock em sopping things we used to have. You hit it and comes right back up. Amen. That's what palm tree saints are, is they have a storm in their life and it seems to blow them almost all the way over. We think, how are they going to survive? 
come right back up. I come right back up. When you've got a root system that is that deep and you have a, 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 a and your members are flexible in the Lord, no matter what you're facing, amen, some of you have gone through some incredible storms over the last few years. Let me just tell you this. The reason you're still standing here today, the reason you're still faithful to the house of God is because you're a palm tree saint and there's no other recourse, but let's just bounce right back up for the glory of the Lord, for the honor of our our king. I want to tell you today, your righteousness is not judged in your sunshine. Your strength is not judged in your sunshine. It's judged in your storms. But it's not just judged in your storms. It's, it says, the Bible says, the, the Proverbs writer says, that the righteous man fall down seven and gets up eight. Woo! He falls down seven and gets up eight. Amen. Some of you I've watched over the years. Many of you I've known for many years. I know the storms you've been through. I know the trials that you've been through. Some have been in my office pouring their heart out to me. Then I watch you bounce right back up. I want to tell you that you are a faithful, faithful palm tree saint. Colossians 1 and 9 says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk, walk worthy unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, then strengthen with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience or endurance and long-suffering with joyfulness. The, tr the palm tree bent over in the storm, just hanging out, because he knows he's coming back up. I, I, I don't think you heard me. A palm tree can be bent over in the storm, but he's not concerned about, you feel like you're about to break. Well, wait, wait a second, your root system is already deep. You're drawing water from the well. Hallelujah of righteousness. Hold on, you're, gonna, you're just going to pop right back up. Praise God. The storm, maybe, maybe will bend you, but doesn't have to break you. I said, the storm doesn't have to break you. It may bend you. The psalmist said, my soul, Psalm 119, 28, my soul melteth for heaviness. My soul melteth for heaviness. I am bent over, but strengthen thou me according to thy word. I'm dependent on the root to help me bend and be flexible. Hallelujah, Job 4 and 4. Thy words have upholden him that was fallen, and thou hast strengthened the feeble knees. Paul put it like this in 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Bent over, but not broken. God. I recently come across this, this story. By the age of six, Anna Johnson Flint 
had lost both of her parents. By her teens, she had developed crippling arthritis and soon lost the use of her legs. From there, she suffered from cancer and became bedridden. She, they said she was covered with sores, lost control of her hands, and much of her bodily functions. Soon blindness began to set in and overtake Anna. Most of her life, Anna lived in unspeakable pain. Her dream was to be a concert pianist, but her crippled hands and the diseases upon her body had crushed those dreams. Anna had every right to be bitter. She had every right to be writing and talking so much about the darkness. But here's what Anna became. She became a poet and a hymn writer. This is one of her hymns. You may recognize it. He giveth more grace when the burdens grow greater. He sendeth more strength when the labors increase. To added affliction, he adds his mercy. To multiplied trials, his multiplied peace. His love has no limit. His grace has no measure. His power has no boundaries known unto men. For out of his infinite riches in Jesus, he giveth and giveth and giveth again. She wrote, when we have exhausted our store of endurance, when our strength has failed ere the day is half done, when we reach the end of our hoarded resources, our Father's forgiving is only begun. His love has no limit. His grace has no measure. His power has no boundary known unto men. For out of his infinite riches in Jesus, he giveth and giveth and giveth again. She wrote that with being propped up by, they said, six and seven pillows just to keep her uh, bed sores as, as comfortable as possible. Her hands were gnarled and she was blind, but yet somehow she bounced back up. Amen. How are we going to survive in this hour of, of pressure and test and stress and trials and all that comes before us. How are we going to survive? We're going to be palm tree saints that'll bend but not break. How are we going to survive a world of anger and hostility and political uh, angst that is around us? We're going to be palm tree saints. Roots grow deep and our, 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 our core, our, our heart is flexible, bendable, but not breaking. Why don't you write a song out of your trial? I said, why don't you write a song out of your trial? Why don't you win a soul out of your trial? Why don't you bless somebody out of your trial? Palm trees are planted in the right place. They have incredible fruitfulness, unparalleled usefulness, unequal faithfulness. And number five, palm tree saints are sustained by an internal power. Palm tree saints are sustained by an internal power. Psalms 104, 16 says, The trees of the Lord are full of sap, the cedars of the leaven which he hath planted. The very life of the tree is the sap which flows through that tree. It flows through that tree, produces life for the branches, for the leaves, but it also produces fruit and beauty. The nutrient that most trees need to survive can be found just below the bark. 
So if you cut them, or as the old saying is, if you bark them, if you, if you pull the bark around the tree, you can literally kill the tree. Because the sap runs close to the bark, not the palm tree. The palm tree, the sap flows through the center of the tree. So you can hit it, bruise it, wound it, cut it, knock the bark off, and it'll keep growing. Lord, I could preach a whole message on that. You see, righteous palm tree saints are not easily offended. They're bendable and flexible, but they also have a power that is rising up within them that is in their core. You have a power. Bible says in Ephesians, Paul wrote, it says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we ask or three, according to the power that is within us. That is within us. Paul said it was a treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Our life, our support springs from inside. Whatever is on the outside, amen, it comes from the inside. You, again, you can hack and peel and you can bark a, a palm tree and it continues to live. Hallelujah. You can peel and slander and cut the reputation of a palm tree saint with cruel tongues and accusations. And yet they still stand unbroken. Unbroken, still living. What an incredible thing that, that a palm tree saint can do. Neither weight nor violence can stop them. Neither wind nor storm can stop them. Amen. The more the conditions become oppressive, the greater and stronger the tree becomes. Amen. The child of God who stands in the righteousness of Christ, I'm preaching to me as well as to you today. No matter what you go through, you can make sure that you know that I'm bouncing back. I'm standing firm because there's... There's a power that rises within me. It's called the Holy Ghost. That's why you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit flowing in you. They can even take bands around tree, wrap bands around tree, and kill it. Do it with a palm tree. It won't kill it, but it absorbs it. Just grows over it. Hallelujah. How can you handle that and keep growing? How is it that you're just you're going through, well, I'm just, just going to grow because, number one, I'm a palm tree saint. I'll bend, but I won't break. My power is from within. I have unparalleled usefulness. I have incredible fruitfulness. I am blessed by God. I stand not on my own merits. I don't stand on my own talents. I stand on the word of the Lord. I'm going to survive no matter what comes my way. This is not a motivational message to you today. This is rather a message of faith in the word of God. I'm not standing in my power and in my own strength, but the Holy Ghost that rises up within me. Amen. Somebody needs to realize today you're a lot stronger than you think you are. You are more enduring. You've gone through so much already. Look where the Lord has brought you and say, amen, he given more grace. Amen. When the burdens go greater, he's going to be there. He's going to be there. I think Sister Teresa used to sing this song. If you didn't, I would just say you did. 
talking about the church. It's been through the storm, but the storm couldn't turn it. It's been through the fire, but the fire couldn't burn it. It's been through the lions, and the lions couldn't eat it. Amen. Fought a lot of wars, but never defeated. It's the church triumphant, O Lord, and it's built by the hand of the Lord. I'm talking about the church in the book of Revelation. It's built on the rock, got a firm foundation. It's been through the flood, and it's been through the fire. One of these days, the church is going to move up higher. I want to tell you, you can go through, and you can endure, or you can overcome, or God can move it. But the fact of the matter is, you are a child of God that is meant to Thrive, flourish, grow. Put a Paul in prison, and they got to change the guards because he's converting them. Palm tree saints are planted in the right place, incredibly fruitful, unparalleled usefulness, unequal faithfulness, and sustained by an internal power. That is not theirs. Let me give you the last one. Palm tree saints grow in groups. Somebody say, we grow in groups. See, what I want to share with you is that not only does the root system of a palm tree go deep, not only does it go out, but it intertwines with fellow palm trees. Their root systems intertwine and they therefore feed off the same source. <laughs> Why do we come to church? Why do we come to the house of the Lord? Let me just tell you, I appreciate the online. I'm so thankful for online ministries, but there's nothing that can replace you coming to the house of the Lord and being able to get connected with one another and be encouraged one with another, amen, and find that strength. It's a momentary blessing uh, to be able to watch online and to do, and I have, and I thank God for it, and it is such a powerful ministry. But there's nothing like being able to link up with somebody else, uh, amen, who, who's drinking from the same source so when the wind begins to blow, not only is my root system deep, it's connected to my brother or my sister. Amen. Let the doctor diagnose them with some kind of dreadful disease. So that's all right. Amen. They may have a dreadful disease that the enemy says it's the end, but the Lord said, no, it ain't. No, it ain't. I got you connected. I got you plugged in. Amen. Trouble and hazard and trials and tests and, and deaths and torments and, and all that's all right, Brother Jay. I'm gonna tell you what, you bounce back up. You keep on going. Why? Because your root system is deep, because there's a connectivity one with another. You've got to have that. Brother Keith, I don't stand by myself. I stand with you. That's enough my dad would say to make a mummy shout. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm talking about palm tree saints today. I'm talking about people that are planted in the, in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. They're faithful. They're sustained by the power of God. They're useful and they're fruitful in the right place. The church cannot function without each other. We're unified by our root system 
by the doctrine of righteousness, by the doctrine of redemption, by the doctrine of resurrection, by the doctrine of Jesus Christ, the mighty God in Christ, we're connected. How can two walk together except they agree? How can two palms survive unless they're connected? We walk in agreement. You find the early church in its existence, it proves the point. Acts 2, they were in one court in one place. One accord, one place. Acts 2, 46, they did continue in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Acts, 2, or Acts 4 and 24, the Bible says they lifted up their voice to God with one accord. Acts 4 and 32, the multitude of them that believe were of one heart and one soul. One soul. Hallelujah. Acts 5 and 12, they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. It's a continuing theme throughout the Acts church. It ought to be a continuing theme with, with us. And that is, let your root system go over and connect one with another. And then let your root system go deep. In Proverbs, there's a list of six things that the Lord hates. Proverbs 6 and 16. Six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lion tongue, and hands that said innocent blood. The heart that devises the wicked imagination. Feet that are swift to run to mischief. A false witness that spreadeth lies. And he that soweth discord among the brethren. God hates that, he said. Rotten to the core. I could spend a whole series on these. and Someday maybe we will. But discord is rotten. Division is rotten. Tearing down others is rotten. God hates it. I want to sidebar here and give you just an important pastoral directive. I want you to hear me closely. Let us never, 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 ever, ever be guilty of trying to proselyte another apostolic saint to leave their church and come to ours. Let us never be guilty of that. It's one thing if God leads them here on their own. However, it is un entirely another, highly unethical, to attempt to persuade a member of one church to jump to another church. It is highly unethical, I believe. It is also sowing discord among the brethren. I want to tell you how much Paul thought about this he said mark them that cause division mark them that cause division he said don't even have anything to do with them that's not pastor that's the bible I believe it is very important that we understand that we stay connected where God plants us God plants us this is this you know what if every one of us run every time we got offended or hurt we'd be a not a, not a palm tree saint We'd be a tumbleweed saint. Wouldn't be a palm tree saint. We'd be a petrified saint. I'll think of some more if you want me to. Amen. I want to be a palm tree saint, planted where the Lord put me, be where God put me because I need not just a deep root system in doctrine and the Lord and teaching and the Bible. 
I need a strong root system that reaches out to those where the Lord has planted me. You know what MPC is? An oasis. We are an oasis. Do you know why your coworker says, we know your church prays, so would you please put us on the prayer list? It's because they can look and they see a bunch of palm trees standing out there in the middle of a desert world. In a desolate time, they look and they see a bunch of palm trees standing out there. Oh, that's a place you can get water. Amen. I don't know if they'll ever show up or ever come, but, but at least be an oasis. Somebody is hurting in our community. Be a palm tree. Tell them this is a place where you can come and get renewed. Have problems in your life. This is a place, amen, where a bunch of imperfect people have become planted in the Lord. I want to jump to Psalm 33, talking about unity and togetherness. I love this passage of Scripture, Psalm 33 and 1. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. How good and how pleasant it is for us to lock our roots together. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, and went down to the skirts of his garment, as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountain of Zion. For there, somebody say there, there are the Lord, there the Lord commanded the blessings. Where does the Lord command the blessings? Where there's unity. Where the anointing is flowing. Where there's unity. As I've studied about the palm tree, it survives the harshest of climates and the harshest of, of winds and rain. And it's, it's, it's planted in the right place, has incredible fruitfulness and unparalleled usefulness and unequal faithfulness and it's sustained by an internal power, and it grows in groups. But something I've come to realize that will kill a palm tree is the cold. Cold will kill the palm tree. Jesus wrote to the Laodicean, he said, I would that you were either cold or hot, but you're lukewarm. But what he really wants for us to be is hot, on fire. You ought to be an on fire child of God, burning with the Lord. Don't become cold and rigid because that will kill your palm tree. It is you and I that is responsible to stand where the Lord plants us. Storms can hiss. Drought doesn't destroy us. But being cold in the Lord would. Stand with me, please. I know most of you very well. I know some of you for many years. And I've preached this message because you're palm tree saints. But I want to encourage you to stay a palm tree saint. I want to encourage you to stay faithful and fruitful. I want, you to, I want to encourage you to stay useful and in the right place. Sustained by the internal power of the Holy Ghost. Kept by the group, fellowship. Drawn together as one body in Christ. Being together, sustaining one another, edifying one another. Hallelujah. I know of no other church 
I'm connected to several pastors that I serve as their pastoral covering. I have pastoral friends, pastors around the country. I know of no other church that has gone through the storm that this church has gone through in the last two to three years. Not a one. I have pastor friends that says, I don't know how y'all are living and how you're surviving. I know. I know. I know. Hallelujah. I said, I know. I know. And can I say, as the writer says, and when he has tried us, you're not hearing me. When he has tried us, we're going to come forth like pure gold. Whatever God has put us through and tried us is certainly only there to provide us as a launching pad for divine purpose. To be a healer in a community, to be a helper. I don't know what it is, but one thing I do know, amen, we've been bent way low. <laughs> oh, but I see us bouncing right back up because the sun of revival is shining. The sun of faith is shining. Hallelujah. Oh, you just link with a brother or sister today and know that we're going to make it together. We're going to make it together. Hallelujah. I want you to know today that you are a palm tree saint. If you're not, and you've never been born again, you've never repented of your sins, you have never been baptized in the name of Jesus or been filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking other tongues, I want to tell you today, this is your palm tree planting moment. This is your moment to get planted, to get rooted. It's not becoming a member of MPC. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't believe in necessarily being just a member of MPC. It's becoming a member of the body of Christ that is global around the world. We're not just connected to each other here, but we're connected to others all around the world. Hallelujah today. Amen. Do I have anybody that just would want to say, today I'm coming, I'm coming forward. I want to be, if I'm not a palm tree saint, I want to be a palm tree saint. I want to work on my connectivity. I want to work on my faithfulness and fruitfulness. Amen. If you don't know the Lord, why don't you come? If you do, I want to open the altar to whosoever will today. Let's come and stand here and just simply say, oh God, let my roots grow deeper and wider. Deeper and wider deeper and wider. Let me connect, Lord, with others. Lord, I thank you for the sustaining power of your spirit. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that I can be promised fruitfulness, usefulness, Lord, faithfulness, dependability, planted in the right place, planted in the right place, drawn from the right source drawn from the right source in the name of Jesus let us not be destroyed by the coldness of lukewarmness and, and mediocrity let us not be destroyed Lord Jesus by carelessness and not being concerned but let us be Lord God on fire for you in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let us be planted by you, O oh God, today. In the mighty name of the Lord, in the mighty name of the Lord. Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. 
If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com. Saturday.